Today, we're going to talk about the importance of names. And I start wondering about how important my name was. And I started thinking about it on Friday because I've been reading the scripture. And the scripture, uh, they put a lot of weight sometimes on people's names. And I was thinking, well, really, how important is my name? I, I look it up, and it's no biblical name whatsoever. It's a regu- just, a, just a regular name. Uh, so I said, man, my goodness, my parents didn't even give me a good name. And so, <laughs> so I would, I'm glad I didn't have any boys because I, I definitely was not going to name him Willie, that's for sure, because you know, it's not a good name. I, I would think about something biblical. Now, you've probably been thinking about uh, the biblical names, and you probably say, well, why did they put all the emphasis on names in the Bible? Why did the Hebrews do that? Because they were thinking about a name before they even named people like Moses. Uh, that's, a, that's an important name. And, of course, God named people. God even changed names. Why did God change names? His name's not important. God changed Abram's name. He changed, uh, changed uh, Sarai's name. He changed uh, different names. Uh, so did, did he change your name? What is the importance of your name? How important is it? Well, today, we're going to look in, in Scripture and see the importance of a name. And it is the name. And so let's turn to Acts. And as we uh, look in Acts, you know, we said we're going to uh, teach in Acts. And we're not going to teach it like we taught James, of course, uh, verse by verse. We're going to just pick things in it and teach it and see what God would do with it. Well, I'm excited about the name of Jesus Christ. I'm excited about it. Because that is the name in Scripture that God has given us to look at. And it, it really, there is no other name that we can even uh, think is great other than Jesus' name. Now, when I was thinking about my name, of course, I wasn't thinking about uh, any greatness of any name whatsoever. But I was thinking about basically, well, the name of Jesus. How important is that? Well, God told uh, Mary that I want you to name his name. His name is going to be named. He, she didn't even ask. He just said, your name, you're going to name him Jesus. He, uh, angel came to Joseph in a dream and said, you're going to call his name Jesus because he's going to save his people. And this name is going to be a great name. He's going to be great. And he's going to be the son of the most high. Uh, he's going to uh, be the, sit on the throne of David. And he's going to be the everlasting God. The kingdom, his kingdom is going to be no end to it. Isaiah said that uh, he, he's going to be called Emmanuel, and that means what? God with us. Uh, Isaiah also said in another place that he's uh, wonderful. He's a counselor. He's a mighty God. He's a prince of peace. Uh, he's the everlasting father. It's just important about this name. So as we go into Acts chapter 3, that's where we left off, verse 1, there are miracles done in this name. It's called Jesus. 
This is an, an, an important name. Would you agree with me? We can't just rename him, can we? We can't call him a nickname, can we? This is the name that we're going to keep forever and ever with us. It says, now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the ninth hour, the hour of prayer, and a man who had been lame from his mother's womb was being carried along, whom they used to sit down every day at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, in order to beg alms of those who were entering the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to go into the temple, he began asking to receive alms. But Peter, along with John, fixed his gaze on him and said, look at us. And he began to give them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I do not possess silver gold, but what I do have, I give to you. Now, then he says, in the name of Jesus Christ The Nazarene walk. That's what he said. The name. The name. The name. Important name. And seizing him by the right hand, he raised him up, and immediately his feet and his ankles were strengthened. With a leap, he stood up and began to walk. And entering the temple with them, walking and leaping and praising God. And this is important. This, this, is, this is more than just one miracle. It's a miracle just for the man to walk. But it's another miracle for him to leap. This man, he hasn't, he hasn't walked. How can you leap and you never walked? It's a miracle. When God does something, he does it right, doesn't he? Wow. While clinging to Peter and John, all the people ran together to them at the so-called portico of Solomon, full of amazement. But when Peter saw this, he replied to the people, men of Israel, why are you amazed at this? And why do you gaze at us as if by our power or piety we have made him to walk? In other words, it's very important for us to see here that it's not because it's the Apostle Peter. It's not because it's the Apostle John. It's because of Jesus, the name that's above every name, Jesus Christ the Nazarene, this man walked. And he said, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God of our fathers, has glorified his servant Jesus, the one whom you delivered and disowned in the presence of Pilate when he had decided to release him. But you disowned the holy and righteous one and asked for a murderer to be granted to you. But put to death the prince of life, the one whom God has raised from the dead, a fact to which we are witnesses, and on the basis of faith in his name. Oh, the importance of name, the name. It is the name of Jesus which has strengthened this man whom you see and know. And the faith which comes through him has given him this perfect health in the presence of all. When you go out in the name of Jesus Christ, which 
they were doing, and we all should do. Now, they weren't going out, per se, witnessing. They were going out just to the, because it's an hour of prayer. They were going to the temple. But when the Holy Spirit speaks, the Holy Spirit wants us to respond to him. He wants us to respond to him. He wants you to respond to him. He wants your eyes open, your ears open. He wants you attentive because we don't know when he wants to minister to someone in the supermarket. He might want to minister to you when you're going to Kroger to get some gas. When you're stopping by the stop-in. He might want to minister to you when you are just taking a walk for exercise. Are you ready for God to use the name to bring about healing in somebody's life? It's the name of Jesus Christ. How important is the name Jesus Christ, the Nazarene? How important is that name? It's more important than any name that's named in heaven, on earth. It's the name. It's the name. Oh, my goodness, it's the name. When I, when I was studying for this, I said, this is, this is very, very important, Lord. Help me to get this thing over. And, of course, you know the importance of the name of Jesus. But do you really know the importance of the name of Jesus Christ? Because I believe they spoke it with authority. I, didn't, I don't think they spoke the name of Jesus Christ as just a tack-on. Do you understand? A tack-on. A tack-on would be you pray for somebody and you just, in the name of Jesus. We just tack it on because we're supposed to. God doesn't want us to tack on his name to just validify that we have prayed. He wants us to realize that there is power. There is authority. There is dominion in that name. He's the Lord. He owns everyone. He owns everything. All he has to do is speak, and it's done. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene. Therefore, repent, verse 19 says, and return so that your sins may be wiped away. There is no other name that sins can be wiped away except Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the one who paid the price on Calvary for our sins. It says in verse 20, And that he may send Jesus the Christ, Jesus the Savior, which means Yahweh saves, the Christ, the anointed one, appointed to you, whom heaven must receive until the period of restoration of all things about which God spoke by the mouth of his holy prophets from ancient times. Not only is there other healings in the name of Jesus, but there's also persecution if you identify with that name. I think everyone wants to use the name of Jesus 
to bring about salvation, to bring about restoration, to bring about healing, breaking of strongholds, breaking bondages. Everyone wants to use the name of Jesus. But also that comes with that name that you will use, the name that's above every name, comes persecution. Are we willing to be persecuted because we identify with the name that's above every name, Jesus Christ? Well, in chapter 4, verse 1, it says, And they were speaking to the people, the priests and the captains of the temple of God, and the Sadducees came up to them. The Sadducees didn't believe in the resurrection. Being greatly disturbed because they were teaching the people and proclaiming in Jesus the resurrection from the dead. And they laid their hands on them and put them in jail until the next day, for it was already evening. Are you willing for hands to be laid on you in the name that's above every name? And I know you told, you, you'll probably say, yeah, they can put their hands on me if you want to, but I have taken karate. <laughs> well, what a, well, the problem would be that I don't see that in the scripture. They just allow them to do it. Because Jesus Christ is the prince of peace. Isn't he? Okay. Now, that's what happened. They laid their hands on them. But men of those who, were, who had heard the message believed, and a number of the men came to about 5,000 on the next day. They brought them before the elders and the rulers and the scribes and gathered them in Jerusalem. And they had everybody there. And when they had placed them in the center, verse 7 says, they began to inquire, by what power or what name, oh, the name, have you done this? So you have to do something uh, by some type of authority. You have to have somebody's name. Uh, you're doing it in the name of the president of the United States, or you're doing it in the, in the name of the competent president. Are you doing it in the name of or who are you doing this in this name of? Whose name are you using? There's power in names. So whose name are you using? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, rulers and elders of the people, if we were on trial today for the, for the benefit of one the thing is done to the sick man, or how this man has been made well, well, let it be known of you and all the people of Israel that by the name of Jesus Christ, the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead, by this name, this man stands here before you in good health. By the name. By the name. He is the stone which, the, which was rejected by you, the builders, but became the chief corner stone. And there is salvation in no one else. For there is no other name under heaven that has been given among men by which we must be saved. None. Not one. Not one. So they, they said, man, these, these cats, these uneducated people, they are untrained people, but they, they, uh, we recognize they've been with Jesus. So what are we going to do? So they, wanted, they put them out of the, out of the, um, the place where they were meeting at, and, and they wanted to find out what are they going to do with these people? What are we going to do? 
verse 17, but so that it will not spread any further among the people, let us warn them and speak to speak no longer in this name. And when they had summoned them, they commanded them not to speak or teach at all in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John answered and said to them, whether it was right in the sight of God to give heed to you rather than to God, you'll be the judge. But we cannot stop speaking about what we have seen and what we have heard. Can you stop? We shouldn't be able to stop regardless of what people do. They said, for the man was more than 40 years old on which this miracle of healing had been performed. So it's evident that it's of God. It's not of us. It's not of us at all. Verse 29 says, And now the Lord take note of your threats and grant that your bondservants may speak your word with all confidence. This is after they went back and told the, the other uh, disciples what's happening. They said, that, look, we, we, have to, we have to keep speaking, but these people are serious. They're going to put us in jail. We, we don't know what we're going to do. And so they are praying. While you extend your hand to heal and signs and wonders take place through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. There are supposed to be signs and wonders taking place when we use the name of Jesus Christ. And when they had played, prayed, the place where they were gathering together was shaken and they all were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak the word with boldness. There is persecution in the name of Jesus. There is healing in the name of Jesus. When, when you start identifying with Jesus, know that miracles are going to take place, but also know that persecution is going to take place. You might lose some friends. If you get flat out excited about the name of Jesus, you know, you don't want to be doing a lot of raising hands in some places. And, you know, uh, you're in your car, you raise your hands, you know, you don't want to be doing all that in your car because somebody might see you. And if somebody see you, then, of course, you know, they might, you know, think you uh, been with that man, Jesus. You don't want to do that. Don't want to do that. Don't want to put stuff on your car and license plates and stuff about Jesus. People get offended about their name. The world doesn't like their name. They really don't. And it, it reminds me of the, of the time when uh, I was the uh, sponsor of the Fellowship of Christian Athletes at, at, at the high school glass, and, and we used to pray before the football games. Uh, we would have different members of, the, of our organization to pray. And... I remember the time they came to me and said, Coach, do not have your people pray any longer in the name of Jesus Christ. And you can say, in his name, you can say, amen, but don't say that name. It offends people. And we want to uh, be open to Everybody, because they have people that are not uh, Christians, and we don't want to offend them. I had to make a decision. What am I going to do? 
and you know people knew I was kind of weird anyway. But um, I decided that we weren't going to pray any longer. You get somebody else to pray, and that might be not giving students the opportunity to pray before the games. But I say that it's no need of praying if you don't use the name of Jesus Christ. Why pray? You're just throwing words up into the air. We're not praying, you know, to the atmosphere. We're praying in the name of Jesus. If you want these, these, these uh, athletes not to get hurt, if you want uh, the peace in the stadiums and all that, let's pray in the name of Jesus Christ. If we can't pray in his name, let's don't pray. Let's don't pray. You got to get radical about the name. Now, of course, they kept speaking in the name. And it happened again. They grabbed him again. And they put him in jail again. Well, they brought him in front, in front of the, the, the whole council. And uh, when they put him in front of the council, they said, well, what are we going to do with these people? What are we going to do with them? I don't know what we're going to do with them. And so one of the great men of that day, he said, look, this is what's, what we need to do. His name was Camille. He said, this is what we're going to do. I would advise you to don't mess with these people anymore. I advise you to leave them alone because either one or two things are going to happen. Either uh, it's going to be overthrown what they're doing if it's not really from God because many people have, have tried to raise up and, and it wasn't of God and it was overthrown. Or it's going to be from God and you're going to find yourself fighting against God and you're not going to be able to do anything about it. You're not going to overthrow this thing. So they said, okay, we, 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 won't, we won't kill him. But verse 40 said, they took his advice, and after calling the apostles in, they flogged them and ordered them not to speak in the name of Jesus, and then they released them. Are you ready to get beat for the name of Jesus? Are you ready to be, get put in jail for the name of Jesus? Because sometimes they're, they're saying some, some um, and I'm asking myself the same question, because they, they, they are saying some mighty bad things. Uh, you know, what you don't, you don't want to do because this, these are hate crimes. You don't, you don't want to do this. You don't want to do that. Yeah. So we have to decide who, gonna, who are we going to identify with, the world or with Jesus Christ. So verse 41 says, so they went their way from the presence of the council, rejoicing. Were they rejoicing? Were they rejoicing? Well, they just got beat. They were rejoicing that they had been considered worthy to suffer shame for his name. Oh, that is exciting to me. That's exciting. Now, what I want to ask you is how important is your name? We have read about the name, but how important is your name? Now, I know you probably say, well, why are you even bringing up my name in the same context of the name? Why are you doing that? It can't compare. Oh, it can't? 
I thought that we are Christians. I thought that we are identifying with Christ, the anointed one, by calling ourselves Christians. I thought we call our whole doctrine Christianity, which still is another form from Christian. I thought that we were one with him. Because if we are born again of the Spirit of God, then obviously we are one spirit with him. I thought we were children of God. I thought our life was hid with Christ in God, the scripture said. So if we are Christians, then our name should be important. And you say, oh, let's see where he's going now. Let me tape this because he might be getting into heresy here. Otherwise, so he might think we're supposed to use our name and things happen. <laughs> no, I know the word of God. But I know the word of God says a good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Great riches. Now, you say, well, uh, if I had a choice between a good name and great riches, I think I'll choose great riches. I think people would think my name was great if I had great riches. The book of wisdom tells us, no, no, no. A good name is rather to be chosen than great riches. Because a name, with this name, in a name comes your character. It comes your behavior. It comes your personality. Your name is you. When somebody says, you know, Nicole, when somebody says, uh, Barry, immediately I would say, well, which one? Right? Well, of course, they, they distinguished there because they said Jesus the Nazarene. Because there were other people named Jesus. They would usually change their name. Whether it's justice or they, they'll change their name. They wouldn't change his name. So I'll need to know which Barry you're talking about. If you're talking about Barry E, Barry Edwards, or Barry W, Barry Whit, once you say which one, then I know who they are. Because I know their character, I know their personality, I know their behavior. It goes with that name. So if you don't have a good name, you don't have a good character, you don't have a good personality, you don't have, a, you don't have good behavior, that comes with that name. And that means that Jesus Christ is being affected because we're supposed to be Christians. How important is your name? It's, a, it's very important to God. Because we are the body of Christ. He is the head of all things to the church. And we are the church. So we are his body. My body is not separated from my head. Thank God. You know. <laughs> so therefore, if I have a, a good body, my head is good. My di body dies, then my head is going to die. Is that correct? So your name is very important to your head, Christ. If, you have, if all of us have bad names because we have bad character, bad behavior, 
that's reflected on Jesus Christ. And that's why some people will say that, well, you know, some, some Christians, they are hypocrites. What are they doing? They are saying something bad about the name of Christians, some Christians, see? I don't want that to be associated with my Lord and Savior because that name is the most important name under heaven and in heaven, Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. He's seated with God right there beside him. He's sitting, sitting there at his right hand. And so it's important for you to do that. Now, let me do something. I want to give you an assignment because I want us to increase the importance of our name. Now, I'm taking the assumption that we are not as sanctified as we're going to be. I'm taking the assumption that when he says that we're predestined to be conformed to the image of Jesus Christ, we haven't arrived yet. I'm taking for granted that you know that if Paul says I'm pressing towards the mall for the prize of high calling, he has not arrived at the place he wants to be, that we haven't arrived either. I'm taking that for granted. Is that okay? Okay. So therefore, I say, let's increase the importance of our name. Let's increase it. How can we increase that? Because I think the application is so important to us when we read Acts and we say how great this name is, but we are associated with the body of Christ. He's the head, and we're all right with him. The Holy Spirit lives in each one of us. So I want to increase the importance of my name. I want to, in other words, I want to increase, increase the importance of my, my behavior, my character, my personality. I want to keep allowing the Holy Spirit to sanctify me, to get rid of some things that might not be so good about my behavior or my uh, personality because I don't have to have uh, this personality that somebody said, you're either a D, you're I, you're S. I don't have to, I don't have to lean upon that because Jesus is not uh, S, he's not an I, he's not a D. He is whatever he needs to be. He's everything, isn't he? If we had a Holy Spirit in us, then why can't we be whatever he's calling for? If it's time for me to be talkative or, or outgoing, I type of personality, I need to step forward and, and, and then tell some about, about the goodness of Jesus Christ. Just because I don't know the person, just because I'm shy or whatever the situation may be, I can step beyond that box somebody put me in or my uh, comfort zone. I can increase my behavior in my household. You remember on the uh, 4th of July, I taught a message, and part of that message, we said that uh, from Corinthians, it said that we must be a sweet fragrance of the knowledge of God, right? In other words, when people see us, they need to see Christ, and that need to be a sweet fragrance going up to God. So, therefore, in my household, I want to practice being a sweet fragrance of the knowledge of Christ to God when I'm, when, when I'm irritated, when I'm frustrated, when things are not going my way. 
Do you hear what I'm saying? That's how I can increase the importance of my name by increasing the importance of my, the way I behave. See, I know that we are in a spiritual realm, and I know that the enemy is out there. He's out there. And when I say out there, that means in the, in the spiritual realm. I don't mean outside the building waiting for you to come out. Because, because, because the enemy, he goes wherever he wants to go, wherever he's allowed to go. And, and he, he's also, he'll stay away from the places where uh, people resist him. But I know that the enemy has said one place in the scripture, he says that uh, one of these unclean spirits, hey, Jesus I know. Now, now that name I know. Paul I know. I know that name. But who are you? Now, that's a sad testimony for who that person was. Right? They need to increase the importance of their name. Right? Do you want that to say about you? <laughs> no. I want them to include my name, and I want them to include your name right along with Jesus, right along with Paul. Right? Yeah. I don't want them to jump on me. <laughs> oh, no. You know, somebody you can't see <laughs> wearing you out. I don't want to do that. No. You know, let's increase the importance of our name. Okay, here's the assignment. Okay, because the application is, is so important now. The application is so important. What we want to do in order to increase that uh, is that you remember the book of James that I I've been asking you to review and memorize and all that kind of stuff um, through the year, the whole year, and we still have a month and a half to go. I want you to ask the Holy Spirit to give you one thing, one thing that you can do to increase the importance of your name from that book. Now, obviously, we mean your behavior. Anything about your behavior, anything about your personality or whatever the situation may be, that's what we mean by increase the importance of. And I want you to work on that uh, for 20 days. Not long, just 20 days. So the uh, fourth Sunday of this month when we come, the 20 days will be up. And I want all of us to be able to say, we have practiced improving the importance of our name in the spiritual realm. And thereby, it's going to also improve where? In the natural also. Because the spiritual is first. The spiritual uh, is going to affect the natural. You're not, if you, you can try to change in the natural and don't change in the spirit, in, in, in the spirit realm, you know, inside really, and it's not, going, it's not going to be doing good. We can fake it on Sunday, can't we? We can look good, smell good, you know, act good for a couple hours. But soon we hit the, hit, hit, hit the door and get behind those closed car doors. Sometimes it's not good. So we're going to practice. That's what I want to practice. And just I want you to imagine now what could happen if we had every single person in Christianity that's practicing and proving the importance 
of their name, by importance, we're talking about their behavior, their character, you know, their essence, everything about them, improving our knowledge. Because when we speak of the name of Jesus, we're not using it as a tack on. We're using it with power. We're using it with authority. When we go places, do you realize what could happen in this world? We're talking about everyone who's really a Christian, if we would do that. How would, how would that affect the statistics in Christianity of marriages? How would it affect it? Because now the statistics is about what? 50%. Same as it is in the world. How would it affect it? It affected if you have two Christians as married, you have it affected by you never have a divorce. Why not? Each person has been working on and is working on continuously to improve their character, their behavior, their personality. They're they're, they're really working on being that sweet fragrance of the knowledge of Jesus Christ to God. And everywhere they go, everything they say is going to affect it. It will affect our health because we'll be doing what the scripture says. We're going to be confessing our faults to one another, praying for one another, and getting healed. It's going to affect our children because they won't be hearing one thing and seeing another. Do you hear me? It'll affect the world because how many Christians are there in the world? We can affect it. We can affect our politics. We can affect everything because we would have now come together and being a representation of Jesus Christ every single place we go. I want that. I want so much for, particular in this church, for us to make a difference. That's what I want to make a difference. Wherever you are, wherever you work, make a difference. In your households, make a difference. I want your children to say that you are their uh, hero. That's what I want to say. I don't want it to be somebody they see on the TV. I want it, I want it to be on the Internet. I want it to be you. That's what I want it to be. I want them to, to look in, in a church for models. That's what I want them to do. When people come in, they're going to know they're in the presence of the Lord because things change. After service, when we pray for people, things change. That's what we want. We want to make a difference. Let's stand. How important is your name? We identify with 
the name that's above all names. But how important is your name? We're going to practice it. And if there's anybody here today that you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ, the name, where the only name where there's salvation, today is the day. Today is the day of salvation, the word says. Let's close in prayer. Father, we thank you for the name. It's only because of Jesus Christ, the name of Jesus Christ, that we can have hope. Jesus Christ is the word. We have hope in your word because we have hope in Jesus Christ. We use the name of Jesus Christ because there is no other healing that's going to be from you except through the name of Jesus Christ. So no other healing that's going to ever last, no other miracles that's going to last except through you. There will be others that uh, from darkness that try to imitate and duplicate. That's been done in Scripture too. But when we throw down our rod, it's going, it's going to swallow the snake of the other person's rod that he threw down. Because the name of Jesus is more powerful than any witch doctor, any witch, any, anybody. is Jesus Christ. We thank you for the name, Lord. And we are privileged to identify with that name, to call ourselves a Christian. Because we are one with the anointed one. He's in us, we're in him. And God's in us. We thank you.